I am your host, Pastor Adeola Badamosi from Nigeria, West Africa. My podcast titled Old Testament Whispers. We are considering Genesis chapter 2 verse 10 to 17 lesson 3 under the caption lesson 3 the topic under this caption is called the abode of the fallen man the abode of the fallen man this episode is is a kind of recap or review of verses in the Old Testament, like a Bible study type. I will read from the New Revised Standard Version. The New Revised Standard Version is American. Verse 10 reads, A river flows out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it divides and becomes four branches. A river flows out of Eden. Eden is kind of a, probably a city or town, God knows, God only knows, because uh, we can just suggests where Eden is situated. But a lot of people have agreed that Eden, that Eden, that's a city that called Eden, must have been situated in Asia, uh, around uh, Mesopotamia, or the old Mesopotamia. And uh, the, the river flows from that Eden, which was supposed to be a plain land, and uh, probably the source of that river, we don't know, maybe from the mountains, surrounding mountains. It divides into four, four branches. Divides into four branches. Verse 11. The name of the first is Pichon. It is the one that flows around the whole land of Avila, where there is gold. Pichin probably is in Asia Minor. We don't know. It eludes us. Thus, and the gold of the land is good. Bellium and ox stone are there. Which means God prepared a place where there is gold and ox stone, a beautiful place God gave to man. God prepared a place for us. God provided a place, a beautiful, delightful garden for a man. Ah, spiritually, 
we have been endowed with a lot of goodies, but we missed it. And if we find God, which means that place, that Eden is still there spiritually, that we can always be there and enjoy the light of our Heavenly Father, if at all we go back to Him. Verse 13, the name of the second river is Gihon. It is the one that flows around the whole land of Cush. Ethiopia is not excluded. Ethiopia in Africa, Africa is not excluded. Africa is part of the of the of the delight of God, of my of God that God has prepared because the land of Cush is in Ethiopia as we know it. Probably sometimes have happened that have that have separated that have separated Asia from Africa. We don't know. We don't know what happened in those in the ancient days. Probably the whole place had been, 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 been together, and something happened and divided Africa from Asia. Verse fourteen. The name of the river, the name of the third river is Tigris, which flows east of Assyria, and the fourth river is Euphrates. Euphrates, around the Black Sea, it's all in Mesopotamia, and Assyria also is in Asia. Asia Minor. Verse 15. The Lord took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to till it and keep it. The Lord our God prepared a place for Adam. Adam. That name is somebody taken from the soil. That name has taken from the soil. That is the meaning of that name, Adam. Adam. God put Adam in the garden to till it, to take care of it, to keep it, to cultivate it, and make it a beautiful garden. God endowed Adam with everything, everything, every skill that he that he needed to do the job, to keep it a garden of delight, a garden that has not corrupted, a garden that has beautiful trees, beautiful fruits and birds and uh, animals that are good, domestic animals. God placed Adam, God provided for Adam. It's strange to understand that God always gives us, God prepares something, El Baraka. Give us something. God gave us, provides for us. That's very important. God actually provides for you. As long as you can appropriate it, God provides for you. The only thing that is left is for you to appropriate the providence. God wish you well. God actually wish you well. God provides for you. God will not let you go hungry. God will not let you grow tattered. 
not let you go richer. God has prepared a place for you. God always prepared a place for man. A beautiful garden for man. That is assured. Verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man, you may freely eat of every tree of the garden. You see what God has done? God has given man freedom to eat from every tree in that garden. In that garden of delight. God, that garden of for providence. That garden of what, whatever you need will be, be given you. Whatever you need will be given. Even up till today, whatever you ask of God, He will give it to you. Whatever you ask of God, God will provide for you. God has given you a beautiful garden. A beautiful garden. God has given us, God has not left us alone. God created man, created us, but he has not left us alone. Knowing fully that he created us in his own image. And because of that, he provides for us. He will not, he not leave us to the vagrants of the, uh, the, the planetary uh, uh, conditions. He will not leave us to not to be able to, 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 to colonize the, 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 where he placed us. He has given us everything for us to be able to colonize wherever we meet ourselves. God has given us every skill, every ability to be able to till and keep wherever we find ourselves. So we, as long as we are, can appropriate this provision, then we, then we, are, we are going to enjoy it. As long as we appropriate it, as long as we follow what is, 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 uh, uh, is, is commandments, as long as we keep his laws, we will we'll be able to enjoy the providence that God provides. El Barak. El Barak. El Barak means he provides. God provides for us and will continue to provide for us. We shall not want at all. That's what Psalm 23 says. God will give us whatever we ask of. God provides for us. Verse 17, the last verse. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it, you shall die. There is a tree in that garden, exceptional. There's one tree in that garden that is called, the fruit of the tree is called the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. That we have been commanded not to eat of. That the day we eat of that tree, the fruit of that tree, we shall die. The knowledge of good and evil. Well, we understand. Adam might have been endowed with the knowledge to know is right and wrong. He knows that. That must. As, as a human being, God must have given him that knowledge. He discerned evil and good. 
But he specifically commanded Adam not to eat of a particular tree, the fruit of a particular tree. That the day he eats from it, he will surely die. The fruit of the tree may be delightful or maybe may not be delightful. Maybe the fruit of the tree may not be really appealing or otherwise may be appealing. But there's a, that's, that's a, 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 a command on that tree that one should not touch that tree. That the day one eats from that tree, that day that person shall die. Which means that there are things that, are, that can, can, can appeal to one that is, that is not good, that one should not take off. That should not, one should not partake of. And that if one partakes of it, surely that person shall die. Well, it's a command from God. There are things in this world that are profane that we should not indulge in. We should keep ourselves away from things like that. We know it. Adam also knew it. Adam was the first priest, was the first prophet, was the first pastor. He knew it. There and there, we know in Genesis chapter 3, verse 3, that Eve was also included in this command. Eve was included. Eve was not excluded from the, from not taking out from that from not taking out of this was was uh, was included in the law that one they should not take partake from that from that fruit. Eve was also included. We discovered that. So Eve took the, the fruit of the tree. We will discover later that Eve was Eve took out of that tree. The fruit of that tree, which is, which means, there are things in this world that we must not touch. We must not touch them. No matter how alluring those things are, we must not touch them. They are, they are, they are profane to the living God. That they are, they are, they are, they are not good to, 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 to the living God. That the God we serve, we should stay out of those kind of things. This is the message, the, the, is, the, is, the, the, the verses that are telling us, chapter 2, verse 10 to 17, the abode of the fallen man, where the fallen man was placed, it was a delight, it's a delightful place, a garden that is delightful, a garden that is the providence, that is essentially God provides for you. And if you, and he said, I have provided for you, but I've given you a warning for everything in that garden you can take, but one you don't take. So I don't know why we should sacrifice a whole beautiful things for just a single tree. 
He said from this single tree, specifically, you don't take. If you take it, you will die. Adam did not know that he's going to die. Because we understand that Adam lived almost a thousand years. He will never have known that he will die. It's not that day that he, he took the tree, the fruit of the tree, that he died. He lived so long. So if you take uh, what God said you should not take, you may not die that day, but you must be, you'll be dying every minute. That is what it is. That's the message. God loved us. God provided for us. That is the key of this particular passage. El Beraka. El Beraka means the providence of God. God provides. He will not leave us alone. He will not leave us to the vagaries of the, the, the atmosphere. He will not leave us to the vagaries of economic problems of this world. He will not leave us to the social problems of this world. God provides for us. That is the, the essence of the message of this particular. But the topic is the abode of the fallen man. God provided and gave us a house to live in. Gave us everything in that house. But we decided to, to, to do what God would say we should not do. How can God provides a abode of a fallen man? God provided an abode, a garden, placed us there. God did not want us to fall. That's why God said, of this tree, don't take out of it. If you take out of it, you will surely die. I, I, I'm beseeching God this morning that we should follow what God told us to do. As long as we obey Him and do what He said we should do, we are going to prosper. All I have asked this morning in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.